podcast for Business English. Hello again, my name is Sven and with me is... Richard. Hi Hello, Richard. Sven. Hi. How are you today? How is it going? Um, I'm fine. And you? Well, I'm trying to be always fine. So everything's okay, not too bad. So how would you ask for somebody's well-being when phoning somebody for example you are phoning a business person and you would say hello um, how would you say how are you how is it going how is your family how is business going how would you ask for somebody's yeah status of well-being so um i think again there's two different kinds of way to answer these questions one um what is your personal relationship with the person you're talking to First of all, if you have um, a more business relationship, business-oriented relationship, these kind of questions, how are you, um, are more, in the American sense, in American business sense, are more rhetorical. You just answer with great thanks. If you have, uh, on the other hand, have a, um, a more personal relationship to that person, And that person asks you, how are you? And there's an actual interest behind that question. So it's not a rhetorical question. Then you co can go into depth and answer it into depth. As in, um, how, uh, hello, how are you? Um, then maybe you use informal language. How is it going? Then you can answer in depth and explain how your life is, how your family is, what is going on in your life, what, what are the news in your life. So how would in, you... In the business... Would, yeah. oh, sorry. In the business context, you also have to remember that if you are just um, on business terms, the other person might be on time constraints. So you can't just talk about your whole issues or all your news. Um, that's that's something you should also keep in mind. So there's not much space for small talk. Um, if you ask somebody, how are you, how is it going, etc., How would you formulate the question if it's just a rhetorical question or if you are really interested in what's going on in this person's life? Um, in the business setting, it's quite difficult to say it in a theoretical way. I think you have to kind of anticipate um, the questioner. Um, first of all, if the questioner asks you, um, how are you? And there's not a follow-up question. That is most of the most of the time. That's a good sign or sign for that person is really asking a rhetorical question. If there's a follow-up question, as in after how are you, how is your wife, then you get uh, you have the get-go to um, elaborate on your answers. But if there's only one question, um, most of the time it's just rhetorical question. So I think you have to anticipate. There's not a fit, one-fits-all answer to this question, but I think you have to kind of use your own um, emotional intelligence and anticipate um, the questioner. One thumb of rule would be um, if there is a follow-up question after how are you, then you can elaborate. That's, that's a good reply, so thank you very much. Um, something else before we start with today's topic, namely application and how to find a job in an international company. Something that came across me yesterday was the, the description of um, 
invoice. So the word invoice, mm -hmm. when you're in a restaurant, for example, and you, you order the bill, you're saying the bill, please. But in business context, you're talking about an invoice. Can you explain if there's a difference between these two phrases or words? Um, yes, so a bill is more um, a generic term. As you said, you can also use it in, in the restaurant. So you kind of use it for all kind of um, uh, trans, uh, monetary transaction documents. An invoice, on the other hand, is a more official um, way of way of um, calling a bill. It's most of the time it's legal documents, and um, there are some laws behind it. For example, um, in taxation, you are not your invoices. You are not allowed to um, delete them or edit them. So invoices are used for um, legal documents and official documents with um, well, with a legal structure behind it. And bills are, uh, the term bill is more a generic term that also includes invoices. Okay, that helps a lot also. Thank you very much, Richard. So, yes, today's episode is supposed to focus on how to get in contact with international companies. So if somebody wants to work for a company that is either in situated in Germany but using international, let's say, international conversations, so English would be the company's language, or if somebody wants to work abroad in a company where English is the company's language. Now, what's your opinion on that? Should somebody wait until there is a job offer or if somebody wants to apply initially what what rules or regulations or do's and don'ts would you consider regarding this um, so um, in the German context we always um, wait until there's a job offer that we can um, see on the internet or that we hear of from our networks. Um, in the American or Anglo-Saxon context, it's um, the, there are no do's and don'ts. At the end of the day, are you willing to get the job or not? And I think that does, we should stress the word willing to. Willing to in the sense of, in the Anglo-Saxon context, people, the HR personnel um, likes application that are coming on on their own initiative on the applicant's own initiative so hr is hr is human resources just exactly yeah mm -hmm. exactly. okay whereas in germany we are uh, uh, more bound to the order and whereas the Ang anglo-saxon um culture is more uh, acceptable to uh, applications on initiative yes okay so, and then I, I prepare my CV and I prepare my qualifications or would I record a video saying, um, hello, I'm just the man for you. It's, it's me. I want to work for your company because I'm so delighted about what you do and I, I love your vision. I want to fly to Mars with you, Mr. 
um, <laughs> Mr. Musk or whatever. So which way of of contacting and application do you recommend? A creative way, a traditional way? What is your opinion on that, Richard? Uh, first of all, I think um, what you uh, firstly described in a more, uh, I think, in a more fun way, or, um, satirical way, is in the apart from applying on uh, for corporations, international corporations or corporates, there are also startups, as you mentioned before, the startup of Elon Musk, SpaceX. I think there, if you are a high, a highly, um, highly regarded uh, knowledge worker, then you can use platforms like Twitter and actually send out a video and say, "Hey, I'm here, Elon. Uh, I, there is no other way to contact you." And these kind of applications are um, these. I think modern 21st century social networks applications are only for people who are. Um, knowledge workers where there are not a lot of them so programmers and so on and so forth but on the other hand if you are applying for international corporates there I think you should not there I think there you should we should stress there you should not use these kinds of way of to apply, uh, to apply for the job there you should use a traditional way of um um, applying with uh, resume, CV, and cover letter. What about a combination? Because I'm in the experience, sometimes I apply for jobs, not because I'm looking for jobs, I just want to see if I'm invited for interviews, if they regard me as qualified. And there was, for example, the, the editor house Cornelsen in Berlin, they were looking for somebody who create a, a language course And I just took my my smartphone, I recorded a video saying, hey, here I am, I'm really motivated to do some work for you, I love languages, and I recorded this video in seven different languages and passed it forward um, to the human resources. And immediately they replied and invited me for a Skype interview. So would you say that um, thinking outside the box and maybe... D demonstrating some creativity can um, support the regular standard documents like CV and letter of replication? Um, here, I think what we are talking about is very special. Um, first of all, when applying for a job, you're always at the mercy of the HR personnel. So what is the HR personnel looking for and the applicant. If you are applying for a job, as you said, with your, your video recording, and the HR personnel is looking for somebody who's open, um, uh, can speak directly into a camera, is not afraid of using new media tools, is um, has enough qualification as in being able to speak seven different languages, then I think you should communicate it in that way. Then it could be a support to the traditional way. But this story could be anecdotal. It can't apply or it wouldn't apply for everybody. So um, while doing this, you have to understand that you have to be comfortable in front of the camera, um, knowing some, some, having some skills 
and being uh, in using cameras and using social networks. So I think it, it's supportive to to the traditional application, but it is not an answer that or an advice that I would give everybody. Okay, so how to apply for a job in a traditional way? What is important for your cover letter and how to design your letter of application, your application documents? This is what we are going to talk about in the next episode of this podcast. For today, Richard, I thank you very much for your insights, for your input and for, your, for answering my questions. And I'm looking forward to talking to you next week again. Thank you, Sven. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.